Hey guys, welcome back to the Girl at the Game podcast, the sports podcast by women for everyone in partnership with CLNS Media. As always, we're your host, Gabrielle, founder of Girl at the Game and Al of Nesson. But it's just me, Gabrielle, today for a very special episode with an exclusive interview with Red Sox starting pitcher Martin Perez. Martin has become an instant fan favorite in Red Sox Nation, and I was so excited to get to sit down and talk to him all about his first season in Boston playing baseball under the strangest and most stressful of circumstances, and how he's really emerged as both a team leader and a fan favorite this season. I had so much fun having this conversation. The only thing that would have made it better is if my co-host Al would have been there to do it with me. But we will definitely be having more conversations with Martine in the future, and I can't wait to hopefully be able to root for him at Fenway Park next season. So without further ado, the one and only Martine Perez. So I am so excited to have on (laughs) as our very special guest, my newest favorite player on my very favorite team, Red Sox starting pitcher, Martin Perez. Martin, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. Oh, thank you, you guys, for having me. And, you know, uh, it's going to be a fun interview. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure it will. So I want to start off by asking about what it was like joining the Red Sox, and especially during such a crazy time in the world, you came to a brand new team, and then very quickly, everything went crazy. So what was it like, and then also having such a very different season than usual? Yeah, I mean, you know, first of all, I just want to say uh, thank you to the organization for giving me an opportunity to, uh, you know, wear the uh, Red Sox uniform. And it was, you know, was not easy for, for us because, uh, you know, wear a mask, clean your, clean the hands every time. And you can, you know, you have to keep the distance with the people. It was difficult, but at the same time, we just, we just have to do it if you, we want to play baseball. And, uh, you know, we're just trying, we, we're just trying to find, you know, the way to make a, a routine with, uh, with the problem that we have in the world right now, but at the same time I enjoy it, and and uh, was was pretty fun for me to, you know, play uh, in uh, in the Fenway Park. I know it was not was not what I expect, you know, with the fans, but uh, I'll be back next year, and I just gonna show you the fans who is Martin Perez, and and I just want the fans know me a little bit more. Speaking of fans, you've played at Fenway Park before in your career. Yes. So you know what it's like when it's full and the fans are going crazy and they're chanting and screaming (laughs) and they're so excited. It's one of the best places in the world to watch a baseball game. What was it like playing in an empty ballpark? Yeah, it was, was, you know, was not, was not fun, you know, different. I mean, no people, no fans, and uh, you don't have the support, the extra support that you needed, you know. But we just trying to do our best, you know. We just, I just tell the guys every time because I was I was one of the uh, oldest guy in the team, and I just tell I just told them the uh, the uh, youngest guy, hey, 
you guys have to stay focused. I know we don't have people, we don't have fans, we don't have that support that we wanted, but we got to stay focused because that's what the people need. People need a good, you know, they need they need us to play good baseball because they're watching us on TV and and they support us from their house. But uh, but I was not was not was not fun. But we're just trying to do our best and and then play best the best way that we can. But but it was not fun. You mentioned, you know, being one of the older players on the team and giving advice to younger guys. What was it like, the team experience this year? You know, you guys had the suites instead of the clubhouse for social (laughs) distancing. You couldn't do a lot of hugging in the dugout when someone hit a home run, stuff like that. They didn't want you to spit if you were somebody who usually spits. Was it different? trying to bond when you had these very strict rules and trying to be a strong team unit when one of the most important things was being not as close to each other as you usually would be? Was it harder? Yeah, it was, was harder. But when we started to play, I, I remember that I told the guys, hey, I know it's a lot of rules that we have to follow, but we need to find a way how we can win. And then we just need to have fun. That's all about it. I mean, if you play baseball and you don't you don't have fun, you're not gonna have a, the result that you're looking for. If you play baseball and you always put pressure on you, I mean it's gonna be difficult to play and it's gonna be difficult to enjoy the game. And I just told the guy, hey, it doesn't matter. I know we don't have we don't have fans. I know we don't have our family. They cannot come to the field and support us, but we need to find a way how to have fun. That's all about it. But believe me, it was it was not easy for us and, and but we we find a way and you know, we not play the the way that we're supposed to play, but we, we never quit too, so that was important. Well, I mean it got a lot harder after spring training got shut down because then your teammates, two of your starting rotation mates, Chris Sale and Eduardo Rodriguez, both were out for the whole season. Did you feel more responsibility being one of the only regular starting pitchers? Of course. I mean, I always tell myself before I get to the bed, I need to do the things right because we don't have pitchers and and I need to, you know, I'm going to put all my team on me and I'm going to drive the car. And when I see uh, Evaldi got hurt too, now it's going to be harder for me because I'm the only one. But I don't care. I'm just going to, you know, put my team on me and I'm going to drive the car and I'm just going to go, you know, straight. I'm not going to look back. And and that's what I did, you know, because I think the support from my teammates and the support from my family was what was helped me to, you know, have the year that I have and, and do the things that I did. Well, you had an amazing season and your manager said that you really emerged as a leader on the team this year, which I think both your team and also the fans really appreciated. Are there any players in particular that you've become especially close with? Um, I'm close with Peraza and uh, Darwinson Hernandez, but, you know, I just want to be the same guy with everybody. You know, I don't have a favor. I want to be good with all my team. And all my teammates with coaches and, and uh, club staff and in the front office because, you know, that's who I am. You know, I'm not going to change because I'm uh, I'm like a, the leader right now. I'm not going to change. I'm going to be the same because I'm going to teach people how they have to be 
to establish, let's say, to establish your career, you know, for a long career. That's what I'm going to say. It's not easy to, but, but when you got, when you got uh, in your mind, when you have, you know, goals and, and your mind is strong, you're going to make it. Because, like I say, you're never going to quit. And that's, that's what I told myself every time. I'm not going to quit. It's going to be ups and down, but I always going to look in front. That's amazing. That's definitely something I think the Red Sox have been missing is, is more of that kind of mindset. It's definitely something important, I think, for teams to have players with that mindset. You talked about having fun, needing to have fun when you play. Did you have a favorite game or a favorite moment from the season that you're always going to remember that really stood out to you that was just different from the rest of the season? Um, you know, I think I have the same focus for all my games, you know, and I know the fans, they always going to remember when I face the Yankees and I'm going to remember that game too. But I think, you know, all season long and, you know, I, I did the, the best job that I can, you know, give to my teammates, you know, all the 12 games. But I'm going to say I think it's going to be the game that I faced Yankees. You know, was, uh, you know, I mean, for me, it was a big game in my career. You know, I've been playing this baseball for uh, nine years in big league. And, you know, that was one of the best games that, uh, that I'm going to, you know, that I'm never going to forget. That was an incredible game. What did it feel like to pitch like that against the team that is your team? new team's biggest rival <laughs> you know it's uh <laughs> I, I feel great after that game and you know uh i just i just say i don't care who i'm gonna face i don't care if you they they hit 19 home runs in three days i have the ball and they're gonna hit what i'm gonna throw and you know just trying to stay focused every time and move move the ball well trying to you know trying to move their eyes and, 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 and the body too at the same time. But it was a great game. And for me, it was a bit because I'm face, facing, you know, one of the, you know, monsters team in Big League and, and, and do what I do against the Yankees was, was fun. And, and, you know, I just want to say to the fans, thank you, because they, they, give, uh, they give it to me a lot of support. And not only for me, I think for, for all my team and all my teammates. So that was good. And, and I appreciate that. I had read something before the season started in May from Sports Illustrated about how the Yankees batters were totally going to destroy you. And so for me, remembering reading that and then seeing how well you did against the Yankees, I was like, oh, <laughs> hell yes, this is amazing. You know, it's just I was like, they're not even going to give this guy a chance. They're just going to assume that the Yankees are going to beat you up. And then you beat up on the Yankees. And I just... <laughs> I've been a Red Sox fan my whole life. So, you know, you can, you yeah. hate the Yankees. And so it was just really, I was so happy for you in that moment. Kind of switching topics for a little bit, though. I heard that you love music. Yes. And that you love to sing and that you even did some singing on the Red Sox social media accounts. Yeah. Where did you get your love of music from? Uh, do you play instruments too, or do you only sing? No, I just like um, to sing. But growing up uh, at the school, I think. And uh, just you know, learn music and and I just watch TV or videos and I start seeing. But I remember one day that I told my mom, "Hey mom, if I don't play baseball, I'm gonna be a singer." 
And she went like, wow, why, why you why you like that? I don't know, but, you know, I can't sing and I love to sing, but, but, you know, that's, that's what I did. Well, that's what I do on my, on my, my time off. Just sing and have fun with my, uh, my friends and my family. Cause, you know, we have a, I think we have a lot of opportunity uh, to, you know, to be a sample for the people and, and I'm going to be a sample for my, for my family. But, but I like to sing a lot. Last night I was with my agent and uh, I started singing on his house. So well, it was pretty fun. Do you ever go do karaoke and stuff like that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I have a speakers, karaoke. I have <laughs> a, you know, everything set, just, you know, turn it on and put the music that I like and I start singing. <laughs> So do you have a favorite song that you sing when you do karaoke or will you sing anything? I mean, I sing anything. I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't really care if it's a reggaeton or salsa, merengue. It's, it's about how, how you feel that day and then you start singing just, you know, it's like when you play baseball or you as a, when you are, when you're going to pitch, you know, you may be going to start with breaking ball and you, you know, after you're going to throw a fastball, that's, that's how uh I did my car. I do my karaoke too. I love that. That's awesome. Speaking of things that are fun, I know this year, obviously, the rules were really strict for what you could do when you weren't at the ballpark to be safe. You couldn't really go and do a lot of things. Did you get to do any kind of classic Boston things or try any of the typical Boston foods? Or had you tried them before when you came to play against the Red Sox? Not not really. Not really. Because... Like I just say, we don't have a time off, and not we don't we don't have a too many time off, and and uh, a lot of rules. We can't even take an Uber to go eat. We can go. We can. They tell us you guys cannot. You guys can go to the restaurant and eat. You guys have to stay safe. You have to have to take care as a teammates. Don't do don't do like a stupid things because you guys gonna get paid. So. And and I, I don't really have a chance to to do a lot of things in Boston, but uh, I'm I'm gonna say if I come back next year, uh, of course that I'm gonna you know you know trying to investigate a lot of things from Boston that I wanna know. I can definitely give you some good recommendations, hopefully for next year. <laughs> oh, I uh, appreciate it. <laughs> so, what did you do when you weren't at the ballpark when you weren't playing? How did you pass the time? Stay at the, at the apartment and uh, watch TV, play a PS4 with my uh, you know older teammate, and you know, listen music and talk with my family because you really can't do I mean nothing. So that was that's why that's why uh, you know was hard for us to you know get to the field and prepare for the game because there's a lot of things that people know how we have to you know take care. Uh, each other to you know be safe it was hard yeah well I think knowing that Eduardo missed the whole season I think the Red Sox were even more careful than a lot of teams because you wanted to respect him and each other and I know that fans really appreciated that you've become incredibly popular with Red Sox Nation in a very <laughs> short time and I know that you have been so good to the fans you know you always tweet to fans and you take the time to say nice things to them how does it feel to have become embraced by i mean it's really it's really good i mean i feel great and i feel blessed you know 
because uh, you know I think the uh, the uh, Rexels fans is the harder fans in 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 the world, and uh, you know when when I start to play here that I pitch my first game against uh, Baltimore, I just check my uh, <clears throat> social media, and I when I damn was was not a good game and they don't I think I don't like the people and. They don't. They don't gonna love me anymore. But one thing that I need to do is, I'm gonna show the the fans and and the people that that I'm the right guy. You know, I just want the people believe me, because I know what I can do. And and you know, I start doing my job and I start looking my you know Twitter and Instagram and how to the people you know. I start love me and and I start you know talking to the fans and it was pretty fun. I mean. Was a great experience, and and you know, I'm going to continue to do that with with my fans. It's amazing, and I think that that's what makes a big difference. Is that even on the days when the game didn't go your way, that's when you need it. That's when that's you when need, you need the fans a little bit more, because yeah, when you pitch good, I mean, everybody love you, but when you don't do the job, people don't understand, and sometimes you're going to do the job and, and, and sometimes you're not going to do it. And sometimes you're going to win and sometimes you're not going to win. I mean, but <clears throat> when we're not winning is when we need you, we need the fans a little bit more because it's hard, you know, you know how many times you're going to have, uh, you know, bad games and, and it's not, I mean, let's say it this way. It's more time than you're gonna have bad game the the good games you know and 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 I know and I, and I understand the fans and uh, but you know we need the fans a little bit more when we not when we not do our job because that's 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 the support that we need for you know just okay, I need to continue to do my job I'm going to prepare for my next star. Because I know what I can do, and 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 you know my fans and my people, they're just waiting to, to me to do like a good, you know, or special, uh, game. And and but but I'm but I love the fans. I mean, Rexos fans is amazing, and you know I think they they're the best of, of the world. Well, as a Red Sox fan, I'm gonna say thank you for that one. But I think. <laughs> I, I think you're 100% right, and I think that that's one of the differences here from what I've seen with other fan bases is if the players show the fans even a little bit of love, we will support you no matter what. If you have a good game, if you have a bad game, as long as you're showing us that you care, I think that yeah. that's what makes all the difference because in the past, there have been players who've come here, and when they have a bad day, they don't want to talk to the media. They don't want to talk to fans. They don't want to sign autographs. They don't want to see kids at the ballpark or any of that. And I understand that because it's a really hard city to play in. But I think that that's what makes but the difference. But that's not the way that you have to do the things. Exactly. And and, and I don't I'm, I I don't like that because I'm 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 in this level and I make money because of you guys because of, or because the fans, you know. And they pay a ticket to come to the field to support you. It doesn't matter how was the game. If you go out, there, if I'm going to my house or I'm going home, and some fans 
want my autograph, I'm going to stop and I'm going to sign. You want a picture, what you want. I mean, because it was, it's not your fault that I'm that I have a bad game. It was my fault that I don't pitch the way that I need to pitch. But I'm never going to be that guy. If I have a bad games and, and I need to talk to the media, I'm going to talk to the media, you know, and I'm never going to, you know, put a different face because that's not who I am. I'm a funny guy. I like to enjoy the life because it's pretty short. And, you know, you know, you have to live day by day, you know, one day at a time. It's so true and so important. Do you have a specific message that you would want to tell Red Sox fans? One thing that I'm going to say next year is going to be a fun, fun uh, year. But when my agent called me last year, he told me, hey, the Red Sox want you. And I told my agent, I'm going there. At, no matter what team come next, I'm going to a Red Sox team because I want to win. And that's the, that's the one organization that they love win, and they are a champion. So we are a champion, and uh, next year just we have to wait because it's going to be a fun, fun season and a special season because we have a lot of talent. And we're never going to quit. We're always going to be for the fans. And then we're always going to be there for, you know, as a teammate. And going there and play hard and win games. That's that's all I can say. But that's the message. We're never going to quit. Well, I know I can't wait for the next season. So, you know, it was a short season. It was only 60 games. But you had one of the best seasons of your career which must feel great. And, you know, you became the fan favorite and you've spoken about wanting to stay here. Have you heard anything about your option or an extension? Uh, I don't hear anything because it's going to happen after the uh, World Series. But, uh, you know, I, I want to stay there you know, for the rest of my career because that's what, uh, you know, that's one the, oh, that's one of the, the dreams that I, that I, you know, have always have it, but I want to stay here. I want to stay in Boston. I love that team and, and and I love the city too. I mean, yeah, and 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 I think that I'm that I can help a lot of, you know, younger guys. They have a lot of talent and and you know, that we. I just need to wait, but but I, I want to stay. I mean, I love to play for, for the Braves. Well, we want you to stay too. So before I let you go, because I know you're very busy, how are you going to spend your off season? <laughs> now I'm here in Miami, just uh, do a couple of things, and and I'm gonna I have to go back to Venezuela because I got my family, all my family, back home, and you know just I'm a family guy. I'm just gonna spend the time with with my kids and and and, and my family, you know, and and you know. That's that's all I can and and I and of course I'm gonna sing a lot and I'm going to prepare and I'm gonna be you know <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I need to do to get ready for the next season with the, with the wrestlers because we're gonna we're gonna win a lot of games. Yeah, I think you guys are. Do your kids like <laughs> baseball? Uh, I mean, my daughter she don't really like it, but my 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 son is he's one and a half year old and. And I don't know yet, but but hopefully, <laughs> you know, it can be a uh, Martin next next Martin Perez. 
yeah, you know, you when one day you'll retire in your Red Sox uniform, and then we'll just sign him to pitch for the Red Sox in his Red Sox uniform. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Martine, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And thank you so much for being such a wonderful, positive part of the craziest season in baseball history. I think you know how much you meant to the fans, but I'll tell you again anyway, we really appreciated everything that you brought to the Red Sox experience this year. And hopefully next year we will all get a chance to be at the ballpark and give you the standing ovation that you deserve and for a long time to come. So thank you. No, thank you. And and, and thank you for all you guys to give me the love that you guys gave me this year and uh, for all the support because we really, you know, we really need that. And, and anything that you need, I will definitely reach out again, and I just want to wish you an amazing, restful off-season. Thank you for the support, and have a good day. You too. So that was my conversation with Martine. As you can tell, he is just such a special uplifting guy so much fun to talk to awesome singing voice too if you haven't seen him on the red sox social media before check that out for sure and next week we will have another awesome episode for you guys both al and myself and if you missed our first episode this week with jared weiss nba writer at the athletic definitely check that out we love jared we had so much fun doing that with him he'll definitely be back on the podcast to talk about off-season celtics moves too at some point and yeah just a great week here at girl at the game as always don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with any sports lovers in your life interact with us on social media at girl at the game on instagram and twitter have a great weekend and thanks so much for tuning in Let's go get a shot. Hey, uh, show me what you got, little mama.